Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Kim Carroll, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. It's great to be with you. It's always good to be with you. You know you're one of my very favorite humans. And while I know your AOPI story, or at least I think I do, many of these conversations recently have surprised me. I would love for us to start at the beginning and for you to share your story with our sisters. All right. Well, I was initiated in 1990 at the University of Delaware, which is our Delta Chi chapter. It was a difficult undergrad experience because I was in a chapter that struggled with both recruitment and risk management, but we did excel in operations and sisterhood. So it was (laughs) a little bit of both going on there. (laughs) Those are very interesting pairings. They are. Think about that though, right? But my best AOPI experience was found through all the years that I've been volunteering. Tell me about that because... I met you, oh my gosh, Kim, what year? Nin- 1999? Maybe, I think so. <laughs> and I've been volunteering for 20 years. And it's honestly, it's those lifetime fr- friendships that I've made through volunteering that has made AOPI such a significant part of my life, more so than my undergrad collegiate years. And I just need people to hear that. I need our, our young women to hear that. Absolutely. Right? Well, because it's not always perfect. It's not always this amazing experience that that you have enjoyed every moment of in undergrad and then you you run with it and you become all of these great things and do all of this volunteering. Some of us have very different experiences and we all end up in the same place. Volunteering. Volunteering, which and that's where the lifelong friendships are made. So talk to me about that. You had your undergraduate at Delta Chi. And then how did you start volunteering? So I always knew I was going to give back because I had an amazing mentor in my undergrad. And I don't, I know you know this, but you might have forgotten. But Sally was my uh, regional director when I was chapter president. Okay, I don't think I knew that. How could you not do that after all these years? Well, if I did know it, then I did indeed forget it. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, I was chapter president and Sally was my regional director. And, of course, she just modeled that idea of volunteering and that that's what you're supposed to do. And it's just and I'm just one of those people who, you know, I'm a joiner. (laughs) So (laughs) I, you know, I did graduate in 93 and it wasn't until 99. So about six years away. And it wasn't until 99 that I didn't remember if they came to me or if I went to them. I don't recall how I got involved again. I think I might have just filled out one of those forms, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm interested in helping. Like, I'm interested in volunteering. (laughs) And they called. And I started. So I don't think that I knew the year you started was the year we met. 
Yes. I it, did not, re this did not click in my head. Where were you in 99? So I had just finished grad school in 99. Okay. And so we were headed to convention Wait. in Orlando, I guess. Uh, right. Yeah. 99, what year did you win the Perry Award? So I won it in 98 for my service in 97. And I did not attend that Leadership Institute. Oh, you should have. It was fabulous. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I, it was 99 and I served in most, most of the positions I served in were collegiate based, right? Collegiate or education in focus. Um, and just after being in the network for, oh, gosh, I guess it was only like four years before um, I ended up on the executive board. <laughs> okay, wait, how do you say you ended up on the executive board? <laughs> you don't just end up here, friend. <laughs> right? Well, you kind of do because I was a network director and on the board was Sally was the president and um, Krista Whipple was the vice president of operations. And then I, um, many people may remember Kim McGowan, who was the exec board director of alumni chapters. Yes. And then I also had worked closely with Susan Danko, um, who was exec board collegiate chapters. And I think there might have been one other person on the exec board at that point who I had worked very closely with. I can't remember right now who it was. But the executive board director of programming, director of education programming, I forget, even forget the title at this point opened up right after convention and they needed to fill it. So at that point, I, my understanding was Krista said, I think Kim Carroll would be really good for this position because of my education experience. In real and, life, your education experience, as well exactly. as in the fraternity, right? Well, mostly my collegiate experience within the fraternity and my education experience in real life right? As an educator. And Krista called me and she said, are you sitting down? And I said, okay, I will now. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she said, we would like to ask if you would be interested in serving on the executive board. And it was like, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> so we had to go through a whole conversation about like, what's the time commitment? And I really had to think about it and talk to my family about it. And and it was a four-year commitment because they were four-year terms. Oh, my gosh. That's right. So it was like August of 2003, and I would be serving until June of 2007. That's a commitment. It was a commitment. So I, yeah, kind of interesting, right? The way I landed on the executive You board. really did? Like, I feel like most of us who are, like, we had to work hard. We had to fill out those forms and answer <laughs> questions. We had to write and write and write some more. And you're like, Krista Whipple called me. <laughs> and I said that, you know, and I had asked, you know, when my name brought, got brought up, I said, did, oh, did Sally? And they're like, no, it was <laughs> because at that point, Sally and I had, we had seen each other around the fraternity, but we had not really worked together again. It wasn't like, we had not developed the friendship that we have today that came as a result of all this. Oh my gosh. I did not know the details of this story. So at that point, I served on that board for four years. 
two years with Sally as president and two years with Susan as president. Yes, Susan Danko. After those two years, um, I was asked to serve on the properties board. And I served on the properties board after that. And then after the properties board, I think I just went back to Sigma Beta as a, and I shouldn't say just because I truly believe our, what are they called now? CCABs? Yes. Are the heroes of the fraternity. You are Absolutely. not wrong. They are the <laughs> heroes. Um, I served with Sigma Beta for a bit at, on their CCAB. And then I was asked to go back into the network and then served in the network for a bit. Now I'm search chair. So, you know, I love everything about this, but my favorite little, I'm going to say, diversion from this story is that it was in 2009, I guess, when we realized, and I'm going to say we, me, you, Krista, Sally, and Julie Brining realized that we were no longer serving in the same roles that brought us together as friends in addition to sisters. And we started traveling. Wasn't it about that time? It had to be like 07, 09-ish? I think it was because we decided that because we weren't going to see each other through volunteering anymore, we needed a way to stay connected because of our friendships. And then the brats were born and we started traveling. And we are still traveling. And we really have maintained those connections. And here we are more than a decade later, and I talk all the time about how we are from all these different collegiate chapters with all these different backgrounds, and it is my favorite thing in the world that AOPI brought us together. Okay, let's talk convention. Okay. It's my very favorite thing. When was your first AOPI convention? 1991, Dallas, Texas. Share with us a memorable that you can share with the public. <laughs> convention experience. Well, I am going to tell on myself and a few others, but I will keep them nameless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have not had to say that with any other person I have spoken to. <laughs> is to keep it public. <laughs> right? Because you know. I got you. <laughs> um, so there's always a few people you shouldn't sit next to in serious situations. Right? <laughs> And one year, year at candlelighting, I have no idea what caused it, but myself and two of our former exec board members, one who's a pip and not Sally, <laughs> ended up sitting in the back row of candlelighting and we got the giggles. And I don't know what started us off. I don't know what kept us going, but we could not stop. And it was literally the tears coming down the cheeks kind of giggles. The full shoulders going. I think of Julie Brining when I think about laughing that hard because she she was the best with her shoulders just going when she got the giggles. Yeah. And it wasn't Julie either. It was awful and it was hysterical at the same time. To this day, when we see each other at convention, we make sure we are on opposite sides of the room for candlelighting. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me, maybe other than candlelighting, what is your favorite tradition, each biennium at convention? Well, you should say something inspirational like candlelighting or ritual, right? But mm. many people do. 
I've always enjoyed like the convention countdown and seeing the longevity of our volunteers in the room. Yeah. Right. The ones who have been around for just decades and just admiring their service. I also like a good shoe countdown because one of my closest friends is always (laughs) either a finalist or a winner. Mm -hmm. I don't know of whom you speak. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it gets kind of ridiculous when you have to ship a package of just your shoes. You know what? You didn't even have to say that out loud. Well, you know, (laughs) in case people didn't know, now they know. Once. It happened once. I really enjoy the business sessions, and that's what makes the circ roll perfect for me. That is true, and I do want to get to that. But first, tell me what you are most looking forward to about this convention coming. If everything works out, you will be initiating my daughter, Emily. You just gave me chill bumps. I am. So for people who don't know, Emily attended Liberty University on the East Coast, and they do not have a Greek system. So we have, for many, many years, collectively talked about the opportunity for Emily to become an alumna initiate. And that may very well happen this convention. It's so exciting for me to think that that will finally occur, where she'll become an AOPI. I remember being pregnant with her at the Leadership Institute in Los Angeles. Um, She has been a part of AOPI all of these years, as many of our volunteer sisters have had their daughters go through their AOPI walk with them and just dream of the day that they can become a sister as well. The only hiccup right now is she is, as you know, a new nurse in um, one of the hospitals here in Philadelphia. So it's making sure her work schedule cooperates with our convention schedule. But if it all works out, that's what I'm I'm most anticipating. My gosh, I literally have tears in my eyes right now. Like I can't even, <clears throat> you can even hear it in my voice. I can't even, I'm so excited. Yes, just about the opportunity. And for you to be the one to initiate her means so much. It really, it does to me too, because I've watched that young woman grow up all these years and she will be a most outstanding sister. So, oh, all the yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm going to make this a two-part question for you, which is a little bit off script. But let's talk about a pro tip that you can share just as a sister with any of our sisters who may be attending convention for the first time. And then the second part of that is from the perspective of the Cirque chair, what is something that you would offer and say, all right, sisters, this is what we need to make sure we're doing to take care of our business? For those of you coming for the first time, can you please wear good shoes? <laughs> There's going to be way more walking than you expect. And those shoes might not be the best choice. People always, you know, they go with the fashion and then they're paying for it later. Remember last convention, I ended up with blisters the first day. I do remember. And it was a miserable week. As So wear good shoes. As cert chair... Can I ask first that you actually open? Well, we, they don't won't be opening the call of commission. We won't have to hear cellophane anymore. Will there will we? be no cellophane crinkling as people unwrap it as they take their seats at convention for the first time. Right? Oh my gosh! Please, no. Please make sure you've gone through the call and know what we will be doing and and how it 
operates. We'll do our best to um, educate along the way. But if the first time you are coming to understand what's going to happen in that business session is when you're sitting in the seats is probably not going to be great for any of us. Well, and most of us who are attending are representing other sisters, whether that's your collegiate chapter, your alumni chapter, your international standing committee, like you also have that responsibility to them to maybe click open, save the document, review it a little, chat about it. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Discuss with the people you represent what decisions you want to make. I love Don't it. be the person who's like, oh, that's what we're voting on. Don't be that person. Be the person who opens it and wears really comfortable shoes. That's it. That's that, that's my advice in a nutshell. There it is. You nailed it. All right. 20 questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. How many conventions have you attended? 12. 13 is coming up. Do you prefer coffee or tea for breakfast before a business meeting? No, the answer is neither. <laughs> you will have a Diet Coke. There you go. <laughs> Your favorite convention snack? Peanut M&M's. Do you prefer plane trips or road trips? This I'm not sure you know. Road trips. Ooh, I do not know. I know. I so much love our couple of hours in the car when you, when you land. Yes. More so than any plane trip. Honestly, when because, you know, Sally and I always fly together. We get separate seats on the aisle. We'll chat at the beginning, and then we dive into our books. And that's how we do our plane trips. But when we do road trips, we feel like we can talk. Well, you know, <laughs> we don't stop. <laughs> it's our time. So the drive, you would think that the drive from Philadelphia to the beach, which is, what, how many hours are we in the car? Normally uh, like two and a half. Okay, but you would think we could at least get caught up on the basics in that Ooh. time frame. and. <laughs> No, I agree with this. I, I do love a road trip with you ladies. Yes. So do you have a favorite book you would recommend to pass the travel time? Normally the beach reads are all coming out in June for convention. Also, there's always a good Janet Ivanovich will just make you laugh out loud and have the other people on the plane looking at you like you're nuts. That's always <laughs> a fun moment too. I love it. She has a whole series, right? Yeah, the yes. whole series. I got you. What is one thing you cannot travel without? My hairspray. Do you use a spreadsheet to pack for convention? Of course. <laughs> How many pieces of luggage do you plan to take with you? So this is where people look at you and I and say, how did this friendship happen? Because <laughs> I bring one piece of luggage to convention. <laughs> you sound very judgmental right now. <laughs> But I love you for it. <laughs> so if you had to choose, would you rather make room for shoes or purses? Shoes. Heels or flats? Flats. <laughs> Your favorite of our brand colors? Ambition pink. So convention's a time when we meet sisters from all over. What is something you notice about someone when you meet them for the first time? Their smile. Your favorite flavor of ice cream to keep or to share? <laughs> Mint chocolate chip. Do you remember to pack your life loyal lanyard? I normally have it only because Sally reminds me. <laughs> Maybe we need to do you a solid and that's, remind you. Again. That's a good sister for you. 
So I think you may have answered this before, but maybe not. Do you prefer the business sessions or the brunches and banquets? Business sessions. Do you have a favorite piece of AOPI jewelry that will travel with you? One of my dearest friends gifted me an anniversary badge, and I will proudly be wearing that this year. So have you or do you plan to do anything creative with your rose banquet charms? I've misplaced most of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You know, I didn't know for years what they were for. And then I had to go back and like scavenge to find them. I really did. I had to go back and like ask sisters and friends. I have a complete collection now, but it was a struggle. Yeah. Are we most likely to find you catching up with sisters? Oh, I know the answer to this. Catching up with sisters early in the morning or winding down late at night? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so seriously, I know I'm the one who always falls asleep first. Always sitting straight up at like 8.05. But it hasn't always been that way for years. The late night hotel room. I was partying central for years. I don't believe you. Now at nine o'clock, my eyes are closed and I'm sitting there saying, I can still hear you. (laughs) But then the next morning at sunrise, we all repeat the same story. Well, yeah. Anything after nine o'clock. I'll give you that. Not even eight, nine o'clock. I get nine (laughs) o'clock. I love it. So since convention often comes with thank you notes, do you like your handwriting? I do. And last but not least, if you could ask our founders one question, what would it be? What do you think of us now? (laughs) Absolutely. That could go a lot of directions. Yes. Yes, it could. And I think we could probably sit and listen for hours. Yes. Kim. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm